With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. You're listening to Inside, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. We'll tell you about the Children's Scholarship Fund of Philadelphia, which is opening up applications for grants so students can attend tuition-based schools in Philly. We talked to a wonderful young man on the transplant list about why we should sign up to be organ donors. But first, we're going to tell you about the 18th Annual Weekend of Hope, Health, and Healing. Breast cancer is a significant health concern for black women. We face unique challenges related to breast cancer, including higher mortality rates compared to women of other racial and ethnic backgrounds. There are many reasons that contribute to this disparity, but there is one great organization that is working to reduce the rates of breast cancer mortality, and that is Praise is the Cure. Joining us are our very beloved friends, Anita Connor and John Connor, who are going to tell us about the 18th Annual Weekend of Hope, Health, and Healing, October 7th through October 8th. Thank you both for joining us. Anita, thank you, as always, for everything that you do. And I want you to just share with us what we can look forward to. I remember when you kicked this off for the first time, I guess, 18 years ago. And that has just continued to grow and uh, become just this absolutely incredible event. So tell us about the 18th Annual Weekend of Hope, Health, and Healing. Thank you, uh, Lorraine. This um, this year is a special year. This is kind of the first year, you know, we are putting this event on without my, um, without my, my wing. Um, so your wonderful, uh, wonderful, special year. yes, your wonderful, yeah. wonderful daughter, um, yeah, Carrie, yeah. uh, Connor Matchett, who we lost. And, uh, I can't even say your name now without just tearing up because you two were, the the dream team working together <laughs> along with John and uh, the rest of your family to to raise awareness and we lost Carrie to um, to metastatic breast cancer which is uh, mm-hmm. a condition that takes so many of us and mm-hmm. I know that is what you are dedicated to end and and you've got this event that provides an opportunity for breast cancer survivors, patients, and uh, and those who want to know more about what they can do. Tell us the specifics of what we have to look forward to on this 18th annual event. Well, I'm glad you're um, shedding light on this. But yes, this is our 18th annual event. Uh, we call it Super Saturday uh, and Sunday because we are packing a whole lot of information and a whole lot of um, activities during that weekend. But uh, we celebrate survivors, patients and survivors with a pamper party. And they are just treated, you know, um, wonderful, wonderfully. Um, we do mammogram screenings, you know, so there's kind of no excuse not to get your mammogram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really have to make ourselves a priority. So whether, even if you're underinsured or have no insurance, you know, you can get a mammogram um, on October the 7th. We will have a Fox Chase van will be available to do mammograms. Um, if you're interested in the mammogram, we do need you to call and uh, register so that we make sure that we can squeeze you in. Um, we also have a health, a men's health forum. 
because, you know, breast cancer affects the whole family. Yes. Um, and this year we even have some men on the panel who actually uh, has breast cancer because men just don't think that they can get it. And we're also going to be focusing on caregiving as well um, with men this year. So it's a very, very timely topic that we have. Um, we have a community health fair. So there's something for everyone to come out and get some screenings, some basic screenings to make sure that your your vitals are all good. And um, we also are going to um, have some entertainment, some food and entertainment. So there's something there for everyone. And then on Sunday, we actually have a dance benefit concert to kind of just celebrate life, celebrate everyone. And so we're looking forward for everyone to come out. Um, we really want to share information about breast health. Like you say, African-American or Black women die of this disease at greater rates than any other ethnic group. And part of the, one of the reasons is because of research. They don't have a lot of research on our women. Yeah. And we really, really have to kind of take um, action on this. And we really are trying to educate the community this year about research and how we can participate so they can learn more about us and learn how to take care of us and how to treat us when we are diagnosed with this uh, disease. Yes, cer certainly uh, black women need to participate and be asked to participate in clinical studies. And uh, mm -hmm. we also know that there are lots of other reasons why black women are dying at greater rates, including limited access to quality health care, socioeconomic disparities, lower screening rates. And so raising awareness is absolutely critical. Well, John, we know that uh, men wear pink, especially on that weekend. And you have and an Anita did uh, refer to it, um, some special information for the men who are often caregivers and uh, are the emotional s foundation and support for their women. And I wonder if you could tell us more about what men can look forward to this weekend. Well, again, thanks, uh, Lorraine, for um, allowing me to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Men's Health Forum. Um, I um, have had um, the experience of being a caretaker for not only my wife, but for my daughter, who you mentioned earlier, passed away in December from metastatic breast cancer. And when Praises to Cure, I guess maybe in its third or fourth year, um, put on their program, I was involved in it at that point in time. And we had a conversation about some of the challenges that men have as caretakers. So we decided to put together a program pretty much like a side program, but include it um, as part of the Week of Hope, Health, and Healing so that men could get together and talk about some of the challenges that they had. And over the years, it has expanded. We usually put together a panel. Um, we have uh, doctors. We have clergy uh, that participate in this panel. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we allow uh, men to talk openly about some of the challenges they have. And just to mention a few, um, men, uh, especially black men, often have challenges um, with anything that they may be going through in which they could be perceived as being weak. Mm. We don't talk about our issues. And when you don't talk about your issues, um, it could lead to a lot of mental health problems. This forum gives men opportunities to vent about anything they may be going through, whether it's intimacy, whether it's any kind of problems that you might be having in the marriage, which are only accelerated by now having to deal with this problem. 
Um, we're not doctors in most instances, so there's really nothing we can do. And in a lot of ways, we feel helpless. Mm-hmm. So men get an opportunity to to speak about these issues openly again, and some of the people on the panel can help us address them. In addition to that, Lorraine, um, we can't be good caretakers if we don't take care of ourselves. So we also talk about how important it is for us to get to the doctor yes. and to um, and to and to make sure that we stay healthy and strong, not only mentally, but physically as well, mm-hmm. and also spiritually. Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This year, um, I think Nita highlighted the fact that most people or a lot of people don't realize that men can also suffer from breast cancer. And we look forward this year to having someone who's currently going through that treatment to be there to address those issues as well. So those are just a few of the things that we do. And I do want to highlight the fact that we're going to be out there cooking uh, on the grill. All right. Um, We're going to be going to feed the men when they come. So we're going to be doing some barbecuing. I'll be there with um, a lot of my um, my friends from the Omega Sci-Fi fraternity at Ada Mew chapter, uh, Ada New Mew chapter. And uh, we just look forward to having a good time. And we invite any men that are in the area, any men that might be um, caretakers to come out and to join us. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. And I love how important it is um, and how you're really stressing how important it is for men to be able to find a safe place for them to express their feelings. Because those feelings, you, you feel as much as we do. It's just the expression of it sometimes comes a little bit harder. So having a safe space to express those concerns and worries and stresses is, is absolutely critical. Now, um, Anita, your, your wonderful daughter wrote this book. Uh, about um, breast cancer that is a, a children's book. And I wonder if, if, if that's still available for people to purchase. It is available. My mommy has breast cancer, but she's okay. Uh, Carrie wrote that book because we couldn't find any books that look like us, you know, to help talk to our children um, about what, you know, the, the family might be going through. So the book is still available. You can go to, you can contact us at praisesthecure.org. Um, it's on Amazon, um, but it is available. And it, it, I think it's for both parents and children. It helps parents learn how to talk to their children about difficult things, whether it's breast cancer or anything you're going through. And it helps children as well to know, you know, what is going on with, with the family and with, with their mom. Um, as as she moves through that journey of breast cancer. Yeah, it's a beautiful book and a wonderful legacy that your daughter has uh, has left with us and continues to help people and mm-hmm. uh, keep uh, help people just go through and have those very difficult conversations that mm-hmm. we must have with our kids and we should have with our kids. The 18th annual weekend of hope, health, and healing. If people would like to participate, do they need to pre-register? And uh, certainly, I think a lot, uh, most of it is free, except for the benefit dance cons- concert. If people want tickets for that, how do they find out more about that and everything that's going on that weekend? 
Yes, all the activities on Saturday are free. The pamper party for breast cancer patients and survivors, you do need to register. So please contact at phrasesdecure.org because we do have, we're having catered meals. We're having spa technicians. We're having a lot of activities for the survivors. So we want to make sure we're prepared for you. If you need a mammogram, I encourage you to call also call us, um, reach us out to us at phrasesdecure.org so that we can get you signed up for a mammogram. Um, all other activities or registration is not required. The health fair, the men's event, just come on out. We're going to be at John F. Street Community Center um, at 1100 Poplar Street in Philadelphia on Saturday, October 7th um, from 2 to, from what time is it? From 2, from 10 to 10 to 4. Um, so please come out and, and join us. And again, if you would like to see a great dance benefit, come out to us with us on Sunday and you can get tickets at praisesecure.org. Fantastic. Well, I can tell you that Praise is Secure and you and Carrie inspired me to start getting my yearly mammograms and I have been getting them for the last seven years. I was pretty lax about it, but you know what? Um, you know, your, your message is powerful and I've actually convinced one of my uh, coworkers to get her first great. mammogram in like 15 years. So, wow, great. so your message is, is making it an impact. Um, uh, not only on me and my colleague, but certainly countless women and men out there. Thank you so much. If, again, if people want more information, what is the website? The website is praiseisthecure.org. Praiseisthecure.org. Anita T. Connor and John Connor with Praise is the Cure. Check it out. 18th Annual Weekend of Hope, Health and Healing, October 7th through October 8th. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Thank you. you. Educational opportunities is very much about social justice and having the opportunity, the potential for having an excellent education is absolutely key. Well, there is an organization that is making that happen for so many individuals. Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia is that organization joining us right now. Keisha Jordan, CEO and Executive Director, is here to tell us all about how they provide scholarships. And it is so exciting to have you back. And for those who don't know who you are, tell us who you are. Thank you so much, Lorraine, for inviting me today. Um, I'm Keisha Jordan. I'm CEO at Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia, and I have the awesome privilege of serving the families of about 6,000 Philadelphia students and helping parents achieve their dreams for their children through education. And these scholarships go to private schools and Catholic schools. Tell us more about where these scholarships go. Yes. So families come to Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia, which is the largest K-8 to private school scholarship program in Pennsylvania, primarily from neighborhoods where they've chosen not to send their children to the public school, be it because of academics or safety or a number of reasons that are cited. But they aren't able to afford another option like private school And that's what they want for their children. So they come to us, they apply for our lottery, which is about to launch. So I'm so excited that you have me here today. Through that lottery application process, families can win a scholarship for up to three children in their family. And that scholarship allows them to send their children to the private school of their choice, more than 160 schools 
throughout the city of Philadelphia and the greater region. So we really empower parents to make the choice of what school will be best for their children. Not only do you provide the scholarship, but you also provide a lot of wraparound services and support for the students and their parents. And I wonder if you can tell us more about that. Absolutely. We've taken on a stance that we really want to embrace families once they're in our program. This year, Lorraine, we're very excited to share that anyone who receives a scholarship will receive that scholarship all the way through eighth grade without ever having to reapply. So they have that stability as they come into our program. So since we have families for nine, eight years at a time, we want to make sure to support them. So we provide scholarships for children to attend academic summer camp programs, and that's just really taken off with more and more families participating each year. We have a reading program called CSFP Reads, which is a fun kind of book club for kids in third through fifth grade. And for parents, we do workshops and we ask families, what kind of things would you like to learn about? And what they've shared is financial literacy, um, that big daunting task of applying to high school once they're finished with our program. We partner with Independence Mission Schools to provide that sort of information for families. So the idea is to really be there for our families and to help their family, not just on their educational journey, but with whatever we can, with the resources we have. And we know that parental involvement is very much a key for the success of students. And you've had a lot of success with your students that have been able to support them in going on to higher education. Is that right? Absolutely. We see every year, year after year, that our students are achieving. So for students who are staying in our program through eighth grade, and going on to high school, they are graduating high school on time and achieving academically during their K-12 years at higher rates than their peers. And at the end of eighth grade, 93% of our students are able to select schools of choice, schools where they're applying in, uh, they're getting into magnet schools, they're going to private schools in the city and winning scholarships to be able to go to those schools. And we saw just before the pandemic that our students were attending college at a rate three times the national for students in the same household income range. So we're actually in the process now of doing another research project. We'll be able to, you know, show what where we are now. But our students are achieving and they're going on to higher education, trade school, Uh, the services, really achieving the dreams that they and their families have for them. Yeah, there's nothing better than to be able to support our kids in achieving life-sustaining careers. And that's what having a good educational foundation does provide. Absolutely. And uh, you want to be able to give children and students and young adults the options. And that's what Children's Scholarship Fund does. So let's talk about the mechanics of the scholarship. So how do you apply And then tell us what happens after you apply. Yes. Eligible families are those who live in the city of Philadelphia. You have to be a resident. You have to have a child entering K through 8 next school year. So right now we will launch an application for the, believe it or not, 24-25 school year. And um, they have to meet our income guidelines, which are all on our website at csfphiladelphia.org. We really target families whose incomes won't allow them otherwise to afford a private school education. So families will be able to apply starting September 27th on our website, csfphiladelphia.org backslash scholarships. It's a very easy five-minute process. 
It's a free process. Then families will learn either in December or March, depending on when they apply, whether or not they receive a scholarship. The deadline is March 1st, but I really encourage your listeners to make sure that they or their family or neighbors apply by November 15th. Applying by November 15th gives you the best chance of receiving a scholarship because we do get a lot of applications. Once a family gets the notice that they're receiving a scholarship, then they can start the process of looking for a school. We help them do that. We have staff as well as resources on our website to help you choose a school because it can be a lot, you know, to have so many great options. And then we do need to check financial information to ensure families qualify. And then we work together with the schools and families to complete their enrollment. And then they start at their new partner school in, in September. And as I said, then the scholarship belongs to that child all the way through eighth grade. That's fantastic. And you did refer to the fact that if someone receives a scholarship, then additional members, uh, students in the family can also receive scholarships as well. Absolutely. Up to three students in a family can receive a scholarship. And then, of course, there's the big reveal where you announce and contact the families that are receiving the scholarships. Tell us what that's like. Yes, that is a fantastic day called Lottery Day, and it will be on December 14th this year and we invite all of our supporters to come in this year we'll be at independence blue cross we're so excited that they're hosting us this year and we invite our supporters to actually make those calls to the thousands of families who've applied for a scholarship and they get to be the first to say your family is receiving a scholarship. So you can imagine how wonderful that is on both ends of the phone line. Those who are interested in in participating in that can, can give us a call. But that's when the first group of families will hear that they're receiving their scholarships. And I understand you've had the, uh, the pleasure of calling some of these families yourself. Uh, what does time. that feel like? <laughs> every time I always make sure I call families. Um, and, you know, it's different every time. Sometimes you get kind of disbelief because it feels like something so far away that suddenly is attainable. And then sometimes you get families who immediately they're waiting for that call and they're screaming and so happy. I often get families sharing their stories. I often hear grandparents saying, you know, I'm helping my family out and trying to make sure that my grandchild gets a good education, sometimes that I wasn't able to have. You know, I really get to connect with families. So every year I make sure that I also make calls so that I can talk to some of the families we serve. What a joyful day that must be. Absolutely. Once again, if people want more information, what's the website? Also, what's the phone number for more info? So the best way to reach us is on the website. We're working in in a hybrid environment. So csfphiladelphia.org. And we also have live chat, which is a really good way to reach us from 10 to 4 every single day. There's a live chat little bubble that you can click on to get information. And then also I would say email is also a good way to reach us, which is paperwork at csfphiladelphia.org, all on our website. Once again, just remind us of all the different benchmarks and deadlines that people need to remember. Yes. So the 27th of September will be the launch. So it will actually open on our website and families can go on that very day and apply. November 15th is the priority deadline. So again, if you want the very best chance of receiving a scholarship, apply by November 15th. 
December 14th is when we begin the process of accepting families, and then March 1st is the final deadline. Thank you so much for joining us here today and sharing with us this very important information that will give so many families an opportunity to get a quality education. The Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia is the organization. It's CEO Keisha Jordan, CEO and Executive Director of this Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Lorraine. Organ donation is a critical and compassionate act that can save countless lives. Each year, thousands of people around the world suffer from organ failure or life-threatening conditions that require a transplant to survive. However, the demand for organs far exceeds the available supply, leading to heartbreaking consequences for those waiting on the transplant lists. The Gift of Life program is the region's organ and tissue transplant network, and they tell us 5,000 men, women, and children in our region are awaiting a life-saving organ transplant. It's one thing to speak about numbers, but it's another to talk to someone who actually is on the list who can make those numbers real for us. Philip Davis was diagnosed with end-stage renal failure on his 31st birthday. He's been on dialysis three times a week for almost three years. Philip, thank you so much for joining us here today. And tell us a little bit about your your journey. Thank you, Miss Lorraine, for having me. Tomorrow is my 37th birthday. So tomorrow marks the three-year anniversary of me being diagnosed with end-stage, uh, stage four renal failure and kidney disease, chronic kidney disease. For years, I had these really, really tough headaches, and I would get them about once a month. Um, I would say from about my time in undergrad from 2004 through like my first graduate school uh, completion in 2010, I never went to the hospital or never got checked with my primary care. I didn't even have a primary care, to be honest, throughout college and uh, graduate school. And I know that that's like an issue, um, especially in our community, yes. the bravado that men have in general, but especially men of color. On my birthday, September 22nd, 2020, I was working um, at a high school as an administrator in Philly. I was having one of those headaches. Only this time it was like the worst one I've ever had. And I couldn't stand. I couldn't think. Mm -hmm. I couldn't blink. My then girlfriend and now wife, <laughs> we just got married two weeks ago in Jamaica. So it was great times. Uh, thank you. She took me to Chestnut Hill Hospital. The triage nurse took my uh, vitals and my blood pressure was 287 over 92. I was wow. having a stroke at 34 years of age oh and gosh. didn't know it. And for the last three years, I've been attending dialysis on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays from pretty much like four to eight. PM. Well, you have a very rich life. Not only are you a newly married person, but you are also an assistant principal at a school in Trenton, New Jersey. I wonder if you can talk about the impact that these health issues has had on your your life. To answer that question, the truth is a chronic illness definitely changes the quality of life that you have. Um, there are things that I, I don't like to miss that I have to miss. So, for instance, my students, that, like they're practicing right now for soccer. Soccer games are on Wednesdays. You know, it's very frustrating not to be able to come support your students that you see every day. My son, sometimes when I come home from dialysis, he wants to play. He's seven. You know, him processing and understanding that, like, daddy's not feeling great right now. It's just those little things that you miss out on that impacts you. Or sometimes you want to just do simplistic things like take a walk with your wife. But 
you know, you've gotten fluid removed the day before and you're struggling. So you might not be able to do so. So I always try to tell people like the little things that you do in life, don't take those things for granted. When I first got on dialysis, I had a catheter for nine months in my chest Mm. and I was afraid to take showers because obviously if water gets into your access point, it could be really detrimental. I took baths for nine months. The first day I got the catheter removed from my chest, I took a two hour shower right? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, oh. it, just just that freedom of that having a shower instead of a bath. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder, Philip, so just, if you could just speak to those who might be listening. You are a young man, a newly married mm-hmm. man and a black man mm-hmm. who is doing amazing work, reaching out to our young men and women through education, which we know is so critically important to have mm-hmm. role models such as yourself to be there for them. And I wonder if you can just speak to those out there who are hesitant about becoming um, listed as an organ donor. What would you say to those individuals? I would say, number one, that um, <laughs> transplants don't have a race, a color, a face, a size. There are many people, as you know, all throughout the country and the world who need different organs. What I would recommend is understanding that when you are a organ donor, you're being given the opportunity to save a life, maybe even seven. Your organs can save up to about seven people, seven, eight people, maybe even me. But even if it's not me, someone else out there like me that needs a heart, that needs a, you know, a, a liver, who needs a, a kidney, they're out there waiting. So being willing to do that work, commit to it, it is safe. A lot of people in our community have this thing where they think it's not a safe thing. It's completely safe. You're not going to harm yourself. No harm is going to come your way from signing up and and registering to be an organ donor. The best thing in life um, you can do is help someone else uh, through a time of adversity. And trust me, when you're waiting on a transplant like I have been for the last three years, you have your days where you have like that why me syndrome. But the more you have a growth mindset and the more you continue to encourage people and be a voice for people, who are in this position or people who may be interested in being an organ donor, the better things get for you. We appreciate the uh, the message that you have to send to our listeners. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. You are on the organ donation list for a kidney. It only takes less than a minute to register, right? Yeah. It's, it's so easy, That's so correct. quick. And all you have to do is go to www.donors1.org for the Gift of Life program. I am an organ donor. It's on my driver's license. It's on my living will. Thank you. Thank and, you very much. Uh, and God bless all those individuals who have registered to be an organ donor. Are there any special personal campaigns that you're involved with to try to get that kidney? Absolutely. Um, But I don't want to talk about my personal campaign. I just want to say, if I can just say one thing, I want to shout out the gift of life for all the work that they're doing. Just raising awareness uh, for organ donation, transplants, things of that nature that are very, very vital and needed in our community. And it's all over the nation. Um, And then the opportunity, the platform to speak with great people like yourself and just spread the message. I think the more people hear this, the more we'll kind of stick with them. And just the opportunity to let people know, like my story, I have a uh, foundation called the Deny Kidney Foundation that my wife and I run. So we do two annual kidney walks. We do one in October, um, and then we do one in March during our National uh, Kidney Month. I just want to say thank you to the Gift of Life so much. Thank you to you, Miss Ballard. And then as many people as possible that are listening, please consider 
registering and signing up to become an organ donor. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Philip Davis. He diagnosed with end-stage renal failure. He's an assistant principal at a school in Trenton, New Jersey. He just got married. He has a son, a young son, clearly a man who is making a huge difference in the lives of so many young people. We want you to live a long and, and healthy life, and that can be made. <laughs> we do too. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you have a whole team behind you, right? Absolutely. For sure. And so people People like Philip are waiting for you to register. So all you have to do, it's quick and easy. Go to donors1.org. Thank you, Philip, for sharing your story. And again, we hope people out there hear it and act on it. Donors1.org. Thanks, Philip. Thank you so much, Ms. Bella. You have a blessed day. You can listen to all of today's interviews by going to our station website and typing in keyword community. You can also listen on the iHeartRadio app, keyword Lorraine with one R. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lorraine Ballard. I'm Lorraine Ballard Marl, and I stand for service to our community and media that empowers. What will you stand for? You've been listening to Insight, and thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.